Czech German Perspectives is brought to you by the Czech German Young Professionals Program. To find out more about the network, visit our Facebook page by searching CGYPP. You are listening to episode 4, Czech German Perspectives, a podcast featuring a variety of voices from both countries. There are many things in the world which, at least at a first glance, do not have anything in common. But what if they do? Enjoy the poetic and thrilling story by Shimon Bachkovsky. Hello, listeners. My name is Shimon and I am a participant of Czech-German Young Professionals Program 2017. The CGIPP is a great project that uh, connects open-minded people from Czech Republic and Germany. Although this is not an advertising tape, I really strongly recommend you to apply, especially when you are interested in Czech-German or European issues in general. As a part of this year's program, we have been asked to produce a little podcast on uh, any political, social, cultural or other topic that we deem worth sharing. Uh, so here you go. Let me share with you a story, a story about a tune and its origins, a famous tune as to that, one that all of you will probably recognize instantly. But as a first step, let me start with a puzzle question. Ready? Okay. What do a crawling cat, ox-driven cart, the Czech River Vltava and the Israeli national anthem have in common? If you know the answer already, you don't have to listen to this podcast. If you want to know the solution, listen until the end. Um, I think I can spoil that the solution is just one word. And no, this word is not nothing. So, still there? Okay, let's get started. And let's start with some music. The famous tune I promised. Did you recognize the tune? Yes, it's Metana, or more precisely the most famous theme from Bedrick's Metana symphonic cycle with the title My Homeland or My Country. And even more specifically, it is the main theme of the first movement of the cycle called After the Czech River Vltava. Uh, in the Czech Republic, virtually every kid does know this tune. You learn it already in the kindergarten as a famous kid song with the title A Cat Crawls Through a Hole. That really is the title. And um, <clears throat> the song goes like this. Thank you, David. This was my brother David and me singing 
we have never done this before together, so it was a perfect opportunity. Uh, if you like our performance, you can book us, of course, uh, for your event. Only I warn you, we are uh, insanely expensive. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> later in the Czech elementary school, uh, Smetana is uh, part of the standard curriculum uh, in the music classes. And you basically learned that he was a 19th century Czech composer who studied music in Prague and wrote some of his first pieces during the constitutional revolutions against the Habsburg Empire in 1848. Um, although he lived and worked for a while in Gothenburg in Sweden, um, he very much played an active part in the Czech national movement, uh, which fought for more autonomy and later independence for what was then called the historic Czechlands and nowadays basically is the Czech Republic. Um, that Smetana was very much part of this age of nationalism is actually very clear in his music, which many times more or less explicitly refers to Czech national mythology, traditions, symbols. And this is also very true for um, the symphonic cycle My Homeland that he has finished by the end of 1980s. Maybe one last interesting fact, uh, while he was composing the cycle uh, uh, My Homeland, uh, Smetana went completely deaf. But the deafness didn't stop him at all, and the years after he lost his hearing were actually the most productive of his life. Um, okay, but to conclude on him, I think that it is completely safe to state that Beatrix uh, Smetana, and especially his cycle My Country, is at the very heart of what we might call Czech cultural identity. Most people would also probably agree that there is no other composer except for Antonín Dvořák who contributed more to promoting Czech music um, in the world. What was that? Okay, a little background information here. So for the last 17 years I live in Germany and shortly after my arrival, uh, while I was still learning the language, I watched a kids TV show as grown-ups sometimes do and there I discovered that the Germans have a similar kids tune as the Czechs which is also based on Beatrix Smetana's melody or at least so I assumed uh, at that time. By the way, the song is called Alle meine Entchen in English All My Ducklings. Um, I remember feeling something like a hint of pride concerning Smetana's influence and uh, I became even prouder when I discovered that the Poles, Ukrainians, Romanians and many others have traditional songs or kids songs based on the same tune. Um, it got even better when I went to a piano concert by um, an artist. I don't remember his name anymore, but I remember that he was playing Chopin. I had to research what he was exactly playing for this podcast, um, and now I know. So, uh, for those interested, it was Nocturne number 21 in C minor. And at some point of that long past evening in the concert hall, uh, well, have a listen what I heard.
it's really beautiful, isn't it? And also, can you hear the similarity? It's pretty obvious, right? Um, I remember that my first thought was that even such a great musician as Chopin copied Smetana, but well, something was wrong with that thought, because according to the program of the show, Chopin died in 1849. Yet I knew that Smetana started composing his symphony around 1874. Um, so could it be that I have just discovered that the most famous tune by one of the most famous Czech composers was, well, a mere copy. I sent something like a criminal story there, but I forgot about it after the concert. And it took some years until I was just very recently reminded of this puzzle. Uh, so in May of this year, I went for work to Israel. And one very hot and very beautiful sunny evening after work, I spent at the beach um, in Tel Aviv. Um, I was drinking wine and chatting with some local guy I just met at the bar. And at some point, as the mood was good, I asked him about the melody of Israeli national anthem, the famous Hatikva. Well, he obviously didn't want to sing for me, so he googled it. And this might not surprise you anymore uh, at this point, but this is what I heard. <laughs> I admit that when I heard it, um, I had to laugh, which brought me an irritated look by my new Israeli friend who did not quite get the joke. But to me, it seemed just absurd that Jewish people with their unbelievably rich musical tradition copied a melody by a Czech composer for a national anthem. Um, so I quickly checked online and discovered that the composer of the Israeli anthem, uh, Samuel Cohen, was inspired by a folk song he heard as a child in early 19th century Romania, a song called The Ox-Driven Cart. And that this song was around way before Frederick Chopin or Smetana composed uh, their um, respective pieces with the tune. So what is the story behind this melody? Where does it actually come from? Well, what I found out is an amazing story of a tune that was traveling across countries and even continents for already many centuries. So let me briefly recount what I have discovered. Basically, all the songs and compositions I've been talking about so far, um, including Smetana, are based on a popular tune from the late 15th or early 16th century um, that was composed by an Italian singer, Giuseppe Cenci. The song was kind of a super hit that uh, even had its own dance, something like a Renaissance version of La Cucaracha, if you remember that one. And it went originally by the name Il Ballo di Mantova, so in English, the dance of Mantova, or simply La Mantovana. Its original lyrics were a popular Italian poem with the title Fuggi, Fuggi, Fuggi da questo cielo, which means in English, flee, flee, flee from the sky. Um, that poem conveys a strong anti-militarist or even pacifist message, and that is hardly surprising for the 15th, 16th century was yet another period in which Italy or uh, Europe as a whole was beset by great political instability and many bloody conflicts. 
and in this context, it is very interesting that it probably was the French and the Spanish troops that were uh, raiding the Italian cities who catched this tune and brought it back to their countries and also other European regions. In the 17th century, the melody was adopted by various Christian and also Jewish communities in Central and Eastern Europe as well. And there are indications that by that time it even reached Turkey. So it is safe to say that since the 17th century, at the latest, the song became a part of what we might call a joint European cultural heritage. Now, as to the version of the tune composed by Smetana, um, it transpired that he was not influenced by Chopin or even the Czech folk song Cat Crawls Through the Hole. Um, it seems that he has borrowed the tune from a Swedish version of La Mantovana, which is called Ak Wärmland du Schöne, O You Beautiful Wärmland, um, Wärmland being a region in southwestern Sweden. And if you should have any doubts that this is the influence, well, then let's listen to the song. No doubts left, I suppose. Okay, but what is the point of this whole story? Well, to me personally, Smetana produced the most powerful and beautiful interpretation of the tune I know. And yes, I'm still very proud of this particular part of the Czech national cultural heritage. But it is equally important to acknowledge that he, as many others, was but a part of a much broader cultural space with a very complex system of interactions and patterns of influences in fields such as architecture, fashion, literature, cooking, medicine, political thought and philosophy, sciences, and of course music. In light of such stories as the one of uh, La Mantovana, it seems to me that any kind of feelings of uh, national exceptionalism or cultural superiority um, are absurd an expression of crude ignorance, to say the least. So when I take a look at some of the recent developments in Europe, um, I might actually have a message here. Uh, everyone out there, be very proud of your countries and their cultures. They are all very exceptional. But please bear in mind that not a single one is more exceptional than the others. I have to come to an end here, so let's get back to my original puzzle question from the beginning of the podcast. Um, do you remember? What do a crawling cat, ox-driven cart, the Czech River Vltava and the Israeli national anthem have in common? And the promised one-word answer, as you know by now, is very simple. A melody. And this melody I still owe you, so let's end here by listening to the original tune of the Dance of Mantova, um, La Mantovana. Um, anyway, hope you enjoyed the story and maybe see you at some event uh, of the CGIPP.
Fuggi, fuggi, fuggi da questo cielo, aspro e duro e spietato fuggero. Tu che fuggi in prigione e neghi, né per pianto ti frangi o pieghi, che ti danno gentellando. Fuggi, fuggi, fuggi da dove eterno, sulle prime al seggio eterno. Vieni, vieni, cambi da bene. 